I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins. And you're listening to Biz Talks, a weekly conversation with local business leaders about topics affecting New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. This is our first podcast for 2024. And as such, uh, we thought we would go the route of New Year's resolutions and and just thinking about how to be bigger and better and stronger in 2024. And on that note, I'm excited to talk about purpose. Um, my guests today are with LWCC, which if you do not know, is the state's largest workers comp insurance provider. And I brought them on because in November, they did a big leadership seminar. And the keynote was talking about the power of purpose. And this is something that I uh, LWCC has been working on for um, many years up and before November hit and putting into action and looking at what their company's purpose is and um, and how that can make them, you know, stronger and more successful going forward. So, Today, we are welcoming LWCC's Chief of Strategy, Seth Irby, and Lauren Hatcher, who is an independent business consultant. She is focused on using purpose to help companies thrive and has been doing this for more than 20 years with companies of all sizes. Um, So welcome, Seth and Lauren. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Kim. So I'm excited to talk to you guys. So so I'll talk we'll start with Seth. So about 4 years ago LWCC decided to start looking at it, its purpose. So what what kind of came about? Why why that? Well, it really traces back to LWCC's founding in the early 90s. You know, that the company was founded as a purpose-driven company with the purpose to help Louisiana thrive. And for several decades it focused on its core business, which takes on the risk of over 20,000 Louisiana businesses so that they can focus on their own work and and help Louisiana thrive. But we also provide safety resources to enhance the workplace safety and support workers who might get injured on the the job, among many other benefits to to policyholders. And so that that purpose is rooted within our core business. But four years ago, really leading into 2020, the company started to take a deeper look around, is there more that we can do to help Louisiana thrive? And so during that time period, uh, we rewrote our vision statement and repositioned the company. And the new vision statement became to be a catalyst elevating Louisiana's position in America, which was a really bold vision statement for a workers' comp company. But we felt that it was important to not only uh, set those bold words out into the in, into the stratosphere, but start to back it up with with bold action. So, in addition to what we were doing with the core business, we started to launch innovative new initiatives that are aligned with our purpose. Uh, and so, some of those, just to, to tell you a little bit about them, we've got the Champions of Louisiana program, which celebrates businesses and individuals who are elevating Louisiana. Um, we've got a brand new learning and conference center in the down, downstairs of our uh, headquarters in Baton Rouge that is a dedicated space to bring in uh, thought leaders, our, our uh, agent partners and our employees and even our policyholders uh, to create a unique learning space that's all geared around innovative thinking and, and problem solving. And we even 
hosted a big speaker series within that space where we brought in big names like Damon John and Billy Bean and most recently uh, New York Times bestselling author Ryan Holiday. So that's just a, a little taste of what we've done in the last several years and how we try to double down on our purpose to help Louisiana thrive. So Lauren, is this when you came in to, to help out? Was about four years ago? Yes. So Seth joined LWCC in late or mid 2019 and was tasked with this very audacious goal of, of really creating what now is Louisiana oil. So bringing to life the company's purpose, mission, vision, and instilling it through all areas of the company. And so we started talking and I agreed to come help him do it. Uh, that was a six month engagement. Uh, we've now been working together over four years. Uh, and so I think the big point there for those who might be listening and trying to figure out how to do this is living your purpose and instilling your purpose is a, is a never ending task. It's something that you're constantly working towards and iterating against and evaluating progress figuring out how to further embed it and further live what you're, you've stated that you're going to do. Okay. So let's talk about some of the benefits. So, you know, everybody's looking at doing things bigger and better in the new year. What are some of the benefits of, of, cause this is kind of sounds like you're kind of taking a step back and looking at the big picture um, where a lot of companies are just trying to just get through day to day. Um, but so what are the benefits of doing that, of, of kind of taking a step back and, and looking at your purpose? Yeah. It's a great question because understanding the role of purpose and the impact it can have on your business is absolutely critical. And it's something that the leaders of a company must be bought into and understand whether they're looking to, to double down on what their purpose is or, or find their purpose. There are some very compelling stats and, and research out there, uh, and some of the ones that we like to point to uh, are the simplest ones. Purpose-driven companies witness higher market share, and they have stronger growth than their competitors who don't, who don't use purpose as a, as a driving force of their company. Uh, Purpose-driven companies report 40% higher levels of workforce retention. I think that's something that resonates with a lot of leaders because finding talent and keeping good talent today is such an important part of, of growing in, in a business. 63% of employees at purpose-driven companies say they're motivated versus 31% of other companies. Also, again, drives back to how can your company perform better? Well, if you're employees are more engaged and bought in and motivated and are bringing their best every day, that's going to drive your performance. Customers uh, and your consumers, they're four to six times more likely to buy from trust, champion, and defend companies with a strong purpose. So they're using their wallets and they're supporting companies who get out there and, and are willing to stand behind a purpose. Okay. And Kim, I think it's important to point out that one of the biggest misconceptions are around purpose-driven business is that it, it is just all about doing well. And in reality, it is one of the best ways to be profitable. And I think the research that Lauren just ran through shows that, that you, you can drive profit through being purpose-driven. So what are, what are some examples of, of some things that maybe people would recognize of companies being purpose-driven and, and finding success? Yeah, I think we have a couple of examples that we point to uh, when we talk about it. Patagonia is an, is an obvious one. Uh, they 
really are in business to, I think their statement is actually in business to save the planet. Their purpose statement very clearly states they are in business. They are here for a profit, but they want to utilize those profits to save the planet. And then they put that into action in many ways. They're, they're a great example and, and case study if someone's looking to dive in. But one of the things that that stood out to me is they spend more money on environmental causes and advocacy than they do on marketing. So they're getting their name out there and they're increasing awareness and ultimately selling products, but they're also serving their purpose at the same time. And, and that's a great example. And there's there's numerous ones. Uh, USAA is another one we point to. Um, their purpose is about providing financial readiness to their members. They're a member-based organization. They own it in their purpose statement. They don't veer from that. They have not let anybody else in. You have to be a member of the military community or a family member. Um, and they have expanded from the insurance uh, products they originally started serving to some other areas, but it is all centered around financial readiness. And so those are great examples that clearly point to what a good purpose statement is and then how that can be put into action and support ultimately your company's performance. Okay. So Seth, looking at LWCC, was this, this kind of, this grand vision, where did this come from? Is this something that you, I, I, you said, I think that LWCC, you know, had a, a good kind of mission at the beginning, but yeah. is, was this kind of like an expansion of that? And, and how did you create this? A part of it, I, I believe is an expansion of that. I think there's a couple factors that, that played a role. I mean, one is, is the incredible leadership that this organization has. And, and I can say that because I've only been lucky to be a part of it for four and a half years, but you've got some very forward thinking board members and executives that said, we can do more. We can do more with our purpose to help Louisiana thrive. I think the other piece was to looking around Louisiana and the landscape uh, of our state. And I think there, we have a fundamental belief that we can not rely on governments and nonprofits alone to drive change in the state, that the private sector has to play a role in making our state a better place to work, live, and raise a family. And we realized that one of the best ways that private companies can do that is by being more purpose-driven. So that, that was a big piece of the inspiration. We, we too often talk about, you know, all the lists that Louisiana is last on and all the things that were wrong in the state. And we got tired of talking about them and said, well, let's start to do something about it and let's figure out what our part is. And then let's lean into that catalyst role in our vision and help inspire other companies to, to pick up their part and what their best position to uh, where they're best positioned to elevate Louisiana. So what are the elements of creating a good purpose statement? Is it something that, you, you know, should be uh, like fairly pithy? <laughs> is it something yeah, that, you yeah. know, like, how do you, what is, what makes up a good purpose statement? Sure. Go so ahead. before we dive into the elements of a purpose statement, I think Kim, it's important for us to stop and understand what purpose is. Because I think a lot of people get confused. It feels like a marketing statement. There's a lot of confusion between purpose statements and mission statements. And so we have centered around a definition by Ron J. Galati, who is a Harvard Business School professor. He's worked with LWCC. He was a speaker at our speaker series. And his definition that he uses is the unifying idea of the problem you want to profitably solve. 
So that's the unifying idea of the problem you want to profitably solve. And Ranjay goes further than that and talks about purpose is not just a purpose statement, but for purpose to be impactful, it has to be deep purpose. It has to be embedded into your organization. It has to have some aspirational qualities to it. It has to be engaging in something you can work towards. It has to be authentic. Um, And so from there, once you have that understanding, I think you can start to dive into what it takes to build it. Yeah. So with with that in mind, we've got three main recommendations for companies that are seeking to to build that deep purpose. I mean, one is, is engage others in this. I think a guiding philosophy that we had through this process was you can't read the label if you're sitting inside the jar. Right. Who what's your what your identity is, what you want it to be is not necessarily what your reputation is. And so you've got to get outside the jar and talk to people outside of your organization and understand how people really view you and the the opportunities that you have to to improve. And so for us, we engaged a woman named Andy Cunningham. Andy was Steve Jobs publicist when he launched Macintosh. She helped build the brand that is that you see as Apple today. And so we brought one of the best in the world at at positioning companies and building brands. And she went out and talked to people all over the state of Louisiana about LWCC. And the brutal fact that she brought back is, hey, I know y'all want to be purpose driven and be seen that way and drive change that way, but you're not currently seen that way. And part of it is is how you talk. But the bigger part of it is not backing it up with, with bold actions. And so that, that was our wake up call through the process. So I, I would encourage you, whether it's an external expert or even future leaders in your company or your customers or your, your other stakeholders, um, start by engaging them and taking a hard look at, at what your purpose is. And if you have an existing purpose statement, gut check whether it's still relevant. You know, we were fortunate that we had a purpose statement that we felt was timeless, helping Louisiana thrive. But there are plenty of other companies that we can point to that their purpose statement has evolved over time. And that's completely fine. And in fact, that's a that's a natural part of the process. And I think the last uh, recommendation we have on setting a purpose statement is that when you draft it, make sure that it's clear, make sure that it's engaging and make sure that it is authentic and believable. This has to be something that people will not only understand, but really tie to your organization. Because at, at the end of the day, you know, people will forgive you for not being the organization that you should be, but they won't forgive you for not being the organization that you claim to be. So what is the difference between a purpose and a mission statement? I, I think that that is unique to each individual. There, there are a lot of companies out there who use mission who use the word mission and what they have as a purpose statement. What I will typically do when I'm looking at a company and trying to understand what their purpose is, is I go back to that definition. Is what they are using as a mission statement, does that tell me what is the problem that they are trying to profitably solve? And if it meets that criteria, to me, it's less about the word they use to define it. I think using purpose does help with buy-in. But if they have that core statement, then that's a great place to begin. And especially if they're if they're integrating it, if you can find it on the Internet, if you can hear it from their employees, if you see it in their actions, then you know, ultimately you have a purpose. Uh, but but there is a lot of confusion in the marketing world around what is mission and what is purpose. And, and 
we hope that we can clarify that because I think uh, if you can position it right, it can be more successful. Another another spin on that way to look at it is, you know, your purpose is why you exist and your mission is what you do in service to that purpose. So for LWCC, our purpose is to help Louisiana thrive. Our mission is to better Louisiana one business and one worker at a time. That's how we help Louisiana thrive. So then once you've created this statement, how does that drive the company, the strategy? How do you make sure yep. that that is understood and, and embraced by employees? Um, how do you move forward? Yeah, so we, we've got a couple uh, a couple recommendations there that Lauren and I will tag team. I think the first one is it, it's, it starts at the top. Like leaders must lead on purpose. They have to be engaged. They have to understand the role of purpose in the organization, and they have to be bought into it. The worst thing that can happen is that your executive team, you know, outside in the company is, is not really bought into this. So it starts with the, the leaders uh, believing it and living out that purpose in their everyday life. And the other piece of that is it, they have to have their own personal purpose. That's a big thing that we've leaned into at LWCC is helping our employees uh, connect their personal purpose to LWCC's purpose. And that, that creates this integrated approach uh, that, that really reinforces why we do what, what we do. So I'd like to hear an example of that. Like, like how, does that, how does that work? How does it work on the personal purpose side? Yeah. Yeah. So in, uh, last year, we did a, a series of workshops with our employees where we took them through a process uh, to help them identify their personal purpose. And there were a couple of steps to that. One, we, we help them identify what their top five personal values were, because we believe your, your purpose really starts with that moral compass of what do you value the most? You know, what are, what are your top priorities in, in life? And then we led them through a series of questions that we actually partnered with Ron J. Gulati, the, the Harvard Business School professor that we referenced earlier, uh, to help them think about, you know, what do they want their legacy to be in life? Where do they want to spend their time? Asking difficult questions like, if you only had 30 days left to live, how would you spend it? You know, what do you want people to say about you once you're gone? Um, a, a whole, we had like 30 questions that, that we asked. And then we built a workbook guide to help them take all of the themes from those questions and turn it into an actual purpose statement that they have. And I think one of the really cool parts of that is it's been a nice gut check for people around, okay, how does my personal purpose align with LWCC's purpose, but also the work that I do every day? Because if you can't see that purpose in the work that you do every day, then you're not going to be fully fulfilled. So that's the, that's the process that we went through. We've shared it with a lot of companies. We're willing to share it with anybody because it was a powerful yet simple tool um, that I think has created uh, a more uh, connected workforce. When we actually had an employee who came out of that session and said, I'm really struggling. I don't know if my personal purpose aligns with my work every day. And, and that was definitely a risk that we took going into that. However, this employee came back several days later and said, I had an aha moment. I figured it out. This is what my purpose is. This is what I want to be doing. And here are the ways I've seen since then that I can do that on a daily basis. And I need to lean into those things and build on those things that are passion that I'm passionate about, that I'm good at and, and use those to enhance just not just my role, but my team and the company. And, and that was very inspiring for, for all those around the, the workshop. How many employees does LWCC have? 
We have uh, around 225 employees. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. So then let's talk about the results of that and, and this work, because it, it does kind of sound like, you know, kind of feel good, you know, yeah. stuff. So, so, but what has that meant as a company? What results have you seen? Yeah, I think I think there's a few key results. Real quick before we yeah. get to those, just uh, another a few recommendations on how that purpose can drive strategy. Yeah, a couple other things that I think are critical that a that a company would need to be aware of. Once you have your purpose statement, you have to integrate it far enough that it it drives decision making. I think when you're forming your purpose statement, if you don't identify a couple of areas that there are going to be some hard decisions made following the implementation. If you don't see those, you might not be on the right path. This has got to be something that's going to unify your company and bring it together. This is where your, your words get put into action. And so leaders have to put it at the heart of all decision-making. And I think it has to be obvious that decisions are being made around this purpose statement. And employees have to understand it at such a level that they're making decisions on a daily basis based on that purpose. When they're building projects, when they're leading projects, when they're communicating with stakeholders and customers, that that purpose statement is guiding their decision making. And the last one, just last recommendation is you've got to integrate purpose into your culture. So it's been said that culture each strategy and that's because at the end of the day, the culture of an organization is going to dominate anything that, that you try to do. So you've got to align the culture of your organization with that purpose. And a part of that is making sure that it's embedded into all of the communications that, that you have, that it's a part of the onboarding process, the training process. I mean, employees have to see it within the signage that is inside your, your workplace. Um, there, there are, it's got to be a part of their everyday life. Um, or they'll forget about it. It'll be something that just lives on a paper or lives on your, uh, your, your website. So find ways, I think, just to recap that, it's leaders have to lead on purpose. It starts at the top. Second, it's, it's that you purpose must drive decision making. And then you, you've got to integrate it into your, into your culture. So to your, to your direct question, Kim, like what are the results? You know, what have been the results that we've seen? So there, there are some very specific ones that I can point to around our increase in brand awareness externally. I think one of the, the most impressive ones that we've had, we, we um, measure net promoter score, which is how likely are our agents and policyholders uh, to recommend LWCC to their friend, family, or colleagues. It's like an industry customer experience standard that every airline, hotel, or insurance company uh, measures. And our our net promoter score has increased 47% over the last four years since launching uh, Louisiana Loyal. And it's well above one of the highest within the, the insurance industry. And so that, I think it gets to the heart that people are more likely to recommend our product because they believe what we believe, that our, our bond, uh, our relationship is built more than just a product that, it, that it's built on purpose. I think some other success stories we had, it's totally revamped our employee recruitment process. Um, our, our job candidates come in, especially this new generation entering the workforce, and they want to talk about LWCC's purpose in Louisiana loyal movement. They want to know what we're doing to make Louisiana a better place to work, live, and raise a family. And we've had a number of employees that have jumped, almost made lateral moves, uh, have made similar uh, jump for similar compensation 
because they are bought into Louisiana's to LWCC's purpose. And then the, the other real success for us has been this catalyst uh, piece of helping inspire other companies to do things like this. Uh, there's There's been a, a local uh, company here that started its own private foundation because we started a, a private foundation. So our whole goal in this is to inspire other companies to, to operate that way. Wow. Um, so what information, what help can you can you give? If, if, if somebody's listening to this and going, okay, well, actually, first question, does this apply to companies of all sizes and, and to nonprofits and to, you know, or is this more focused on larger companies like LWCC? No, hundred yeah. percent. It, it's all, all shapes and sizes. I mean, we, we were, uh, we have worked with companies and talked to companies that are just several people, right? They're, they're in their infancy or there will always be a, a three person shop. And that's just as important as companies that have 225 employees or 2,025 employees. So all shapes and sizes. And I think in terms of uh, help, you know, one, I'd say like we, we are here as a resource and we mean that. Like we, we will talk and regularly talk to other companies about this because uh, we, we are serious about our belief that we think purpose-driven companies can change the landscape of, of this state. There's some great reading that takes place. I think Ranjay Gulati's book, Deep Purpose, is a phenomenal book if you want a playbook for how to embed purpose in, in your organization. Uh, Firms of Endearment walks through a lot of the research behind this. Um, we recommend uh, several uh, that book and, and several other just online sites if you're the leadership in your organization is struggling to get behind this and really see the results of it. And then I, I would say, look around to those companies that inspire you uh, and that, that live out that purpose and use them as, as a resource to learn from. I, I would add to that. I think the, the best thing any company can do is just get started. There's no right or wrong way to do this. You can start with one small action activity event and, and LWCC has a couple that we've done that we're happy to share the personal purpose workshop. We have a one day event. We're happy to share the playbooks developed for those with other companies. And that can be a great place to get started or share the research with the executive team or pull your, your leaders and your future leaders together and just start having a conversation. Purpose isn't something that finds you. Purpose is something that you set. So you can think about who you are, who you want to be, what makes you different, where you want to go, what change you want to have, what is that problem you want to solve. And if you start having those conversations and start drafting those, those purpose statements, you're, you're on your way. I mean, as we shared, we've been working at this at LWCC for, for over four years and there's not an end in sight. And so just get started, get moving, and, and, and the process will, will guide you from there if you stay focused on it. Awesome. This is some great advice. And I mean, everybody's kind of jazzed. We got this new year going. And so I think this is a good time to talk about this stuff. Always a good time. <laughs> um, so if anybody is interested and they want to connect with you guys and, and uh, learn some more about this, how would they do that? Yeah, you can find my information on LWCC's website or just reach out to me, seth.erby at lwcc.com. Awesome. Great. Um, any parting words before we before we close up? 
I would say one of the biggest things that sticks out to me in all of this is actually from Simon Sinek's Start With Why TED Talk. And that's that, you know, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And I think too often we are uncomfortable talking about the why, you know, our purpose. Uh, it, it's, it's not in our just natural DNA to, to be vulnerable like that. But when you are, you know, when you can really lean into why you do what you do, um, you will not only increase your loyalty and, and infinity, but you will see profit-driven results that can transform your organization. Yeah. I, I think I have to reiterate what I said earlier is, is just get started. I think too many people are inspired by what they hear about purpose and they, they believe it intrinsically, but they don't know what that first step is to take to get going. And Hopefully today we've laid out one or two ways to get started and we can get more companies in Louisiana utilizing a purpose that helps their employees, their customers, their stakeholders, and ultimately the state. And if more companies can do that, I think Louisiana will be in a better place. So take that first step, whatever it might be, wherever you think the easiest first step is, just take it. Awesome. Well, here's to a bigger and brighter new year. And thank you for sharing what LWCC has been up to. I know you said this has been a four-year process. So, and, and, and it's something that you said, too, that just doesn't stop. It's going to continuously evolve. That's right. You got it. Awesome. I, well, I appreciate both of you guys taking the time and happy new year and, and keep us posted on the results. Thanks so much, Kim. Happy new year. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Biz Talks is brought to you by Biz New Orleans Magazine. Follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans and visit bizneworleans.com for daily news and stories.